It's his day again for Liverpool. To the top of the table they go. The only question is, how long will they stay there? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. As you can tell probably by the sound of my voice, I'm incredibly ecstatic. The Bournemouth game was a game that I think all Liverpool fans have wanted for so long. A confident, dominant display where we shut out the opposition, we played to our strengths and we came out with a convincing win and a clean sheet. It was kind of everything you could have ever hoped for going into an absolutely huge week for Liverpool. So the scoring was opened midway through the first half when uh, a Firmino snapshot. Um, Begovic kind of saved it but parried it back into the middle. Mo Salah was there on hand to, to play to pretty much an empty net. Uh, there were questions around offside and having watched the replays and stuff, um, I, I agree with him it was offside, something that I think in the future VAR will will um, will eradicate but it was a good start for us we we hadn't been making too many chances in the game so it was a good way to kind of settle our nerves and get us into the game um, in the second half we definitely pushed on uh, Salah's second goal was an absolutely fantastic goal Firmino again nicking the ball in midfield playing it through to Salah Salah was fouled by Simon Francis on the way or Steve Cook can't remember who exactly it was but you know carried on going and, and slid the ball into, into the bottom corner an absolutely great finish Stuff that, as Liverpool fans, we remember seeing Salah do so many times last season. The third goal was was an own goal. I think um, Bournemouth has scored quite a few own goals in the last in the last couple of weeks, but it was great play again. Um, Andy Robertson out on the left, you know, fizzing a ball in, uh, and the defender not really having any choice but to kind of turn it into his own net. And I think um, watching Moreno against Burnley and then Robertson against Bournemouth, you realise how much more balance Robertson gives. Moreno's a bit, a bit um, kind of everywhere, whereas Robertson really gives you that kind of balance on the left. And then the fi- and then the final goal was, you know, just through and through what we've seen and know and expect from Sally. You know, a ball over the top, using his pace to get him behind, uh, and then his strength to to hold off the defender, and then absolute composure and skill to get around the keeper not once but twice, and then put it into an empty net for the uh, for his hat trick. And, you know, Mo Salah being Mo Salah, you know, after the game, he refused his Man of the Match award um, and gave it to James Milner instead, marking his 500th appearance, uh, Premier League appearance, which is an absolutely huge milestone. And, uh, you know, he's still doing he's still doing an amazing job for Liverpool, as he's done for all the Premier League clubs he's played for. And actually having a new role in the, in the, uh, in the game today at right back, which I thought he, he uh, adapted to really well. But um, the first point I want to touch on in terms of analysis from that game is is to touch on Salah. You know, obviously he scored a hat trick, so there's only going to be positive stuff, and and his finishing was really really good. I think his finishing's been actually less good or not as good as last season. But I think in this game we really saw, you know, when he's back to his finishing and he's really clinical, what he can do. What I enjoyed though more about his play more than. The finishing though was that he he mixed up um, how he played because he so he's now playing in this central role. I think Klopp prefers him in the central role. But what I've seen him do in the last couple of games is he's always just looking into run running behind. He's just always trying to, and you know that's that's a scary prospect for defenders. But what he did against Bournemouth, which I thought was really impressive, was he was also coming short and receiving the ball to feet. So you look at the first goal, he took the ball into feet, laid it off to. And then laid it off to Firmino for the for the strike, which eventually led to, to Salah's goal. And I think that 
is a very intelligent play, whether that's meant by Cop or whether that's just Salah's intelligence. Is a, it, that's a really good play because then the defenders are completely stuck because if he's always running in behind, you can just start to drop off as soon as one of Liverpool's midfielders have have the ball. But if he's coming short as well, then that gives him a lot of space then between the between the midfield and the defence of the opposition. And so if he keeps mixing up, I think that's incredibly um, positive for Liverpool because I think we've seen Firmino drop deep quite a bit and try to play play that playmaker creative role but I think if Salah's doing it as well I think it just mixes up our play and makes us more unpredictable for for defenses and I thought that was incredibly positive and a different way to solve the kind of attacking um, misfiring we've kind of been seeing uh, from some of the from some of the Liverpool attackers uh, over the course of the season but I know I thought that was really great obviously he, he bagged three goals so there's very little in terms of criticism you can can give to him I just hope you know last season from November onwards he kind of really pushed on and that's when we really started to see you know Mo Salah become Mo Salah and I think he's kind of starting that motion now we've got a huge week coming up an even bigger month coming up with games against uh, Arsenal still to come in December and then Man City huge game in January beginning of January although we are now top of the league that's an absolutely fantastic thing to say going into you know the middle of December let's hope we can get there and we can be top of the league at Christmas because that would be a huge huge coup and a huge bonus for us and obviously still being the only unbeaten team in the league that also helps so I think now is the time if Salah kicks on and we're as strong at the back as we, we have been and continue to be then Things are looking incredibly positive. What one thing I do want to mention, which I don't know if if anyone else really picked up on it, was that all of Salah's celebrations were very muted. Um, uh, normally, you know, he's got a big smile on his face when he scores. I don't know if something happened or something's on his mind. Not really sure, but all of his celebrations were were very muted. Uh, you know, he got a hat trick and he was you know he was smiling after the match and everything. So I think there's no issues or everything's fine. But you know, maybe he maybe he was like that because people have been doubting him. You know, people are going, "Is Salah a one-season wonder? Is he, you know, is he really that good this season?" And you know, he's just he's out there proving that he is the best. You know, he's one of the best players in the Premier League without a shadow of a doubt. And this was this game to prove it. But uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic by by Mo Salah. The the second point I kind of want to make though is is on that. You know, Salah was. The finishing was was great, but we were also incredibly clinical with both our passing and our you know distribution and crosses and everything. You know, we didn't waste chances. We often, um, particularly in some games uh, at home and things like that, we've we've wasted a couple of chances. But I definitely think that wasn't the case against Bournemouth. We pretty much took every chance we had. I think Salah had four shots, three on target, and you know scored. So. He's got a hat trick, so we were incredibly clinical. That's that's so positive to see because when our defence is holding us strong, keeping clean sheets, it may be just the one chance we need or the two chances we might get. And if our attackers are being clinical, that's just exactly what we need so that we can bury those chances and nick those games where we necessarily we aren't playing our best or we're not playing to the potential or our form. So it's incredibly positive to see us being so clinical. Um, both in attack and defence, I think being clinical in defence means you know winning challenges, not giving away many chances. I think they probably had maybe one or two shots on target. Very you know very very little work for Allison to do, and we we did very well as a team uh, and as a defence to shut out their you know their attackers. I know Callum Wilson wasn't playing, and Callum Wilson is a big part of how Bournemouth play. 
but we did really, really well to, to blunt their key attackers. So that's, you know, Ryan Fraser, who, who I believe has the most Premier League assists this season at the beginning of this weekend. And uh, Josh King, who's on their team, uh, Junior Stanislas, you know, those guys were absent throughout the game. They were they were absolutely nowhere. And that was that was probably partially due to them not necessarily playing as well, but also, you know, our defence, our midfield and our entire team just shutting them down, not giving them an opportunity to even get a get a sighter in on goal or to get comfortable in the game. And yeah, it was just it was just a um, a good team defensive display and I think that's exactly what Klopp is all about right he understands that defending isn't just the role of the defense and the goalkeeper it's a job of the team uh, and that's an incredible um, it's an incredibly positive thing about the way Liverpool play and I think something that sets Liverpool apart from our competitors in the Premier League and across Europe the other final point of analysis I want to make uh, from the game is about Gini Wijnaldum now he's got quite a few praises about how he's performed and and things like that but one of the the things that it, it's so difficult as a fan to watch Gini Wijnaldum now I don't know whether it's because he's been told to play this way or is it natural instinct but when he gets the ball kind of he never takes it on the half turn and it, if he does take it on the half turn he takes it on the half turn to then face the defenders or to face our goal rather than on the half turn to kind of face our attackers and look to play a ball um, into the strikers and I think you know he's very he's an incredibly solid player and I think one thing that that we kind of I've talked about in this podcast before that we're missing is that kind of creative midfielder and I think he would be one of the candidates for me to, to drop out and for a creative player to, to replace because we are, we've got one player you know we've got our midfielders are capable of taking the ball on the half turn towards defence and playing it back to Van Dijk Lovren Gomez you know all those all those guys but it's the plays that we need to turn the other way and turn defences back, turn defences the other way. That's the, that's the kind of players we need. Um, Wine Adams, as I said, done a great job in terms of keeping us really solid. And, you know, maybe that's the way Klopp wants to play. I think we were very lucky as Liverpool fans to, over the past couple of seasons to watch Liverpool just flood forward and play passes forward and just, you know, go for the jugular. But maybe this is an evolution in the way Liverpool are playing. And we will see more of these games now where we're controlling things and a bit more solid and, and I get I get that you know if it, if it leads to us winning the Premier League who am I to say anything but it, re, it definitely reduces some of the entertainment value what's even more painful is that when you watch Wijnaldum play for Holland he's so great going forward both playing passes forward as well as running beyond the striker and he scores so many goals for Holland and he, he is so incredibly positive when he plays for Holland he just doesn't seem to be that type of player when he plays for Liverpool, which is is confusing, and you know, as a, as a Liverpool fan, you kind of want to, you just want you want to see that in Liverpool, right? That's that's what you want to see. You want to see attacking good play. And to to round out the podcast, as we always do, is our shout out to Klopp. Now, I think there's very few things that I would change about the team, how we're playing. I think we're getting really positive. You know, Cater's back in the team and he's providing that kind of link between midfield and attack a bit better than some of the other midfielders did. Obviously, James Milner was fitting, filling in at right back and I, I expect to see Trent Alexander-Arnold back for the Napoli game. And we'll see what happens for the United game next weekend. But the shout-out to Klopp is keep the intensity. We, we, we didn't let up in that game. We continued. You know, Salah stayed on, I think, for most of the game. If not, he stayed on for 90 minutes, I think. Yeah, so... 
he we keeping that intense intensity is really important i think particularly during the christmas period you know we're not the only team that will be suffering from fatigue um and if some of the teams that we're facing throughout december are feeling that and we're able to keep that intensity and keep that desire we'll be able to sweep aside a lot of these teams um and head into the new year on the top of the league so it's a huge week for liverpool we've got napoli on tuesday and then man united in the premier league at home on the 16th so it's going to be an absolutely huge week for Liverpool. Obviously, sitting top of the league now with, with Chelsea beating Man City is even more incentive for Liverpool to push on and create a gap between us and Man City. So it's a huge week. So Klopp, let's keep the intensity. Thank you guys for, for listening to this one. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. It was an incredibly positive result for Liverpool. And I'll catch you guys again uh, for a review of the United game.